Welcome, dear listener. I hope that you are going to really enjoy these episodes of being radically honest. And in the spirit of being radically honest, we need to fess up. So here's the thing. We started this out calling it radical honesty, but it turns out there's somebody already out there using the term and even trademark the term radical honesty. So from here on in, we are going to refer to this as radically honest instead. Enjoy the episode. So welcome to another episode of Radical Honesty, Real Talk Series. And so this morning, as we were sitting down to figure out what the fuck are we going to talk about, (laughs) we started getting into a pretty, uh, you know, honest, real conversation. And instead of us working through the stuff that we would normally work privately, work own privately, we thought this would be a great opportunity for our Yes, let's air our dirty laundry. Laundry. In fact, once again, Dana is kind of cray-cray. So we're going to bring that out. And I get to be your surrogate cray cray person. As an inspiration to taking one for the team, taking one for the team as somebody else, you know, we all do this behavior. So this is kind of the reason why we've decided to air this is that um, at some point, each and every one of us does this thing that we're going to talk about in a moment, including me, <laughs> just happens to be not this morning that it's my thing. <laughs> I think next time it needs to be your cray cray because that's like, fine. Otherwise, that's everybody's going to think that Dane is just, you know, totally screwed up all the time. So. No, no. So the next time I'm cray cray, <laughs> I will be like, all right, it's time for us to go record that episode. <laughs> Trust me, there's plenty of crazy to go around between the two of us. <laughs> there is. There All is. right. So I just need to put that as the playing field that that I too go through all sorts of craziness and Dana is there to talk me off the edge and to support me. So just because we are going to sit down and have a conversation and, you know, work through Dana wherever she's at doesn't mean that I don't have those same things. Okay. All right. And I feel it's kind of important because here's a great showcase is that like we can have our stuff going on and this is for everybody listening. You have your stuff going on and using these tools and skills and things that that we're going to talk about and then we teach allows you to continue to show up despite your crazy, despite what's going on. And sometimes it's, you know, being able to acknowledge it and, and move forward. Sometimes it's putting it on a shelf and move forward, but whatever it is having stuff doesn't stop you from doing amazing things in the world. And that's a beautiful, that's like absolutely beautiful because it's very, very true. And I think mm-hmm. that's really what radical honesty is about. Like li- practicing it and living it allows us to really be able to manage our life. Mm-hmm. So when shit gets hard, challenging, difficult, crazy, all the things we can still show up. We can still be where we need to be, do what we need to do because we have these tools, whether that's we can now ask for what we need from the people around us, whether we can do what we need to do for ourselves. Like there's all these beautiful benefits that happen from practicing radical honesty. Okay. So let's be radically honest. So what's going on this morning? (laughs) (laughs) oh Gaia 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 yes so 
today, as we record, this is my birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to me. Um, and, you know, okay, please my... hold on for a second here. What? So I'm going to, I want to sing you happy birthday. Oh, is uh, that a good thing? It's good. <laughs> well, it, it'll either go well or it'll go horrible. And either way, it's a thing. <laughs> we'll figure out what the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do the listeners want to hear this? <laughs> oh, I'll I'll make it short and I'll, I'll make it sweet. <laughs> All right. All right, you ready? Yep. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday, dear Dana. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all out, right. Of way. out of the way i'm sorry dear listener There's... i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i had no control <laughs> all right so it's dana's birthday okay it's and my be- birthday and before you say anything i want to say yesterday dana informed me it was her birthday and she said to me because i said oh well why didn't you tell me beforehand and she's like i don't really care about my birthday it's uh not really important to me and i celebrate in july and so uh, i'm like okay and i said all right and then i sent her a message anyways because i love her and uh i sent her little love messages every day so i just added the happy birthday part to the the love message um so that's that I just wanted to give a backstory. Okay. So the other part of the backstory that I think uh, if people don't know me that well, I grew up Jehovah Witness. And so I grew up not celebrating birthdays. So birthdays and holidays can be a a space. It's very, so wild. I mean, here I am turning 51 this year and yet there's still that like programming from when I was a kid where it was like, this birthday was this double piece, you know, it was like, it was my birthday, but I wasn't allowed to celebrate it, but we kind of acknowledged it, but not really because you couldn't do any of that because that wasn't, you know, it was, this, it was this really kind of weird, fucked up thing. And I'm realizing that as I'm saying this is like, that is exactly what I've created today. So, <laughs> so here I am, I'm like getting the usual flood of birthday wishes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on Facebook, I, I have a fairly large following. So it's like, massive when people do it's like so many people on the timeline so many people on the messenger and there's this duality of like on the one hand I feel grateful I'm like oh there's all these people that adore me that's awesome and then on the other hand there's my skeptic side comes in and goes oh yeah what the fuck are you selling right all Mm -hmm. the people that haven't messaged me for like a couple of years and oh yeah look they're uh, they're doing some sort of something that they want yeah so you know it's like that's coming in and then then there's like okay Oh, this person didn't wish me happy birthday. And it, like, it's this really kind of duality of I want it, but I don't want it. And it creates a just like this limbo recreation of what I experienced as a, as a child where, you know, you can, you need to acknowledge it, but you can't acknowledge it mm-hmm. and, and, and that whole space. So, yeah. So we got on this call and I was, I was kind of bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> talking I know I know but <laughs> but but as we were talking it was like this this thing right this this piece I'm not the only one that does this right no, no you've admitted that you do this as well and I we see this with our clients all the time where there's this piece of this disillusionment of 
um, you know, I want it, but I don't want it. And then we create a conflict within ourselves because we can't either enjoy it or ignore it. And, and so then, uh, right. So this is this kind of uh, space. Which I, yeah, but I really, as, as my thing, which is being the drama junkie that I am that, and seeing and just really like leaning into like, that's my radical honesty piece that I've been really like really leaning into is that when we create that come here, go away, come here, go away, come here, go away. And that internal conflict that's the piece that it's serving. It's serving that we actually don't get our needs met and then we get to be a victim and then we get to be a martyr and then we get mm-hmm. to suffer then we get to have a drama story and we get to bond with people over the drama story that, you know, these people don't love me enough because they didn't wish me happy birthday or, oh my <clears> God, <throat> all these people like, g- give me some personal space. Like, why are you like invading my personal space? <laughs> so like you, you get to have like, like both sides of the spectrum <clears throat> where- you get to be not just you, but in general, as, mm-hmm. as humans, we get to be playing that martyr or that victim and we get to bond over it and it gives us a fix and it allows us to stay stuck and it allows us to have suffering. It's like all these like wonderful things that as a society, we are totally addicted to all of us. Yeah. And that's really what it is because it could be very simple. Like, that's what we kind of started our conversation with. I'm like, well, what, what do you really want? All right. If you want people to celebrate your birthday, then own that you're celebrating your birthday and everybody be like, everybody, I'm celebrating my birthday and worship me. Or you know what? I don't want anybody to acknowledge my birthday. Um, It doesn't happen until July. And then you can all celebrate it then because that's what I want to celebrate it. Knowing you the way I know you, (laughs) you take action and then get your needs met. And so anytime we do this push pull stuff, it's because there's a third thing that's going at play there. And whether that's that piece that you, you know, just shared with us about your childhood and recreating those, those sensations and those feelings, which often we do in a way to replay them so that we can create a new ending to that story on Mm -hmm. a subconscious level. Um, which could be the thing or for others, it could be something totally different, which is just, I feel bad about this other thing. And I just, this is the way that I can reinforce what I'm really feeling. So like, there's lots of variables and reasons why we do come here, go away, come here, go away so that we don't have to, you know, really own it, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter the reason behind it. It's mm-hmm. like, we can course correct it. And if we choose not to course correct it, there's a secondary gain or a third, third gain or a fourth or a fifth or a sixth, depending on who you are and what it's for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's, you know, so much of the crazy in our minds, so much of like the drama that we create and all the things is, is resolved simply in acknowledging, simply in just dropping in, right? Like me being able to just articulate, all right, this is what's going on. This is where it's come from. You know, I don't need to do a whole lot to unravel it because once I acknowledge, like really acknowledge it, yeah, then, then it's a matter of like, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with it? Like, yeah. you know, so like, okay, you know what? So here's the question. What do you want to do about that? 
I, I'm going to plan for Friday to do something for myself and, you know, go, <clears throat> go up to the, uh, up to the spa, the Nordic spa up in this area. And I will wrangle up a, a friend or two or go by myself. But, you know, we're, we're in lockdown again here in Canada. So, you know, it's not necessarily easy to get people to go and do anything, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. I will go with or without a friend. Okay. That's what we're doing. And then right. today I'll answer a reply to messages as I feel like it <laughs> or not. but is there any more feelings attached to it beyond that like there was this like earlier before we started this no I think I think just moving through that articulation has really it's like it's still you know there's still some some things around feeling as far as like okay well it kind of sucks you know it sucks that that we're in lockdown and that I can't plan a party it sucks that it's January and it's snow covered and like okay well whatever you know, yes, it sucks, but it's also not, it's not sucking me in like a big drama. It's not like, ah, um, you know, unlike some other things going on, but. <laughs> <laughs> Which we won't talk about on this show. Right. We're, 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 one, one per episode. One, one per episode. This is enough. <laughs> this is enough. But, you know, it is, it is that invitation that for those who are listening, you know, you, the listener, that, that that invitation to just really like talk it out, talk it out with somebody who will really hold you to being honest, right? Like earlier this morning when I was complaining about the other thing in my life and I was saying, but the da, 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 and you're like, that's a fantasy. That's not reality. And stop deluding yourself. You know, like you need that person in your life. Who's just like, you know, I, don't, I don't like it. Oh, I like it, but I'm like, mm, that's actually very true. Yes. You yes. know, I can, I can delude myself and say, oh, you know, like this is the way it is. And, you know, I get to be so mad at this other person because they're not doing what I want. But when I'm operating from a fantasy perspective, then it's kind of irrelevant whether I'm upset or not, because that's about fantasy, not yes. reality. Yes. Together, girl. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a good, like, that's a good conversation, a good topic to have um, at some point where we can showcase, uh, you know, I do that too, right? We, so maybe we'll wait until that shows up in my world recently. <laughs> and then you can be like, aha, there's the moment. Let's get the recording out. <laughs> Probably tomorrow. <laughs> Probably tomorrow or even later this afternoon. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. Um, but that whole piece of like, so to bring it back to that piece that you're saying is that it's really crucial to have at least one person in your life that will lovingly, and this is the really important mm. piece of it, is that will lovingly call you out when you are being delusional or when like, it's just not lining up. Like you're yeah. kind of going around in a circle here, like what, what's going on? And, you know, or start to notice patterns of that, that, you know, the patterns of, you know, whether it's addiction to whatever, whether it's a behavioral pattern that's showing up, like that can notice those pieces and lovingly say, Hey, so um, I've been noticing this thing 
you know, and you really want to make, want to look at maybe that's what the thing is. Instead of us talking about the, the surface level, mm-hmm. let's go to the root of the conversation. And that is crucial. I think that's the key ingredient. I, in- I, I totally agree. Cause it's, it bypasses, right? So, you know, we get upset. It's like, okay, something's happened at work and you know, our staff, oh my goodness, the staff, they're doing this and that, da, 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 da. And, you know, really being able to, to step back and go, okay, well, you know, where do you have, you know, clear expectations with the staff? Do you have like really being able to like pull back, having somebody else pull back and instead of just like, oh my goodness, that's awful. They shouldn't be able to do that. And I don't know. Right. That doesn't, that's not helpful. Like it sounds supportive, but it's actually not helpful. But when you, when you let the person vent and then say, okay, you know, can we look at what's going on underneath this? And, you know, taking that step back and saying, you know, Hey, here's what's going on. Like, this is showing you that there is a issue in the business that needs to be resolved, or there's an issue in your life that needs to be resolved, or you need to be honest about something you need to change. Like it's an opportunity to step up. And that's the thing is that all of these things are come along to help us grow, to help us shift into things. And, you know, being able to lean into it instead of making ourselves wrong. And that's where that other person is, you know, really helping to hold us accountable to say, um, Hey, you have this commitment to like to growth. So kind of like stuck in a rut, let's, let's get you out. Let's get you looking at something else. Um, and that, important. which is hugely important. And it's important to have that consent. Yes, this is this is the thing that I've really (laughs) been learning in my journey with radical honesty is that I have made this full on like commitment to radical honesty in every aspect of my life, relationships, me, the, the whole thing. Yeah. So because I've done that. I move very differently in the world. And I say a lot of things that people don't always want to hear or would like to hear or um, are capable of hearing. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is that I need, I come with a content warning. So when I'm building relationships with others, I'm like, okay, so if you want to be in my life, here's the rules. I'm radically honest. Um, I will always say the truth. You're, I want you to always tell me the truth. I want you to always tell me what and call me out. And are you good with that? And the people who say yes, great. The people who say no, that means that they can't be in my inner circle in my own, in my life. It just doesn't Mm -hmm. work. And it's also disrespectful for me to be radically honest with them because they've asked me not to be. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's that other piece around just because we're moving from a place doesn't necessarily mean that others want to or have consented to move in that way. So make sure that you have at least one person who you've had the conversation with saying, hey, I give you permission to call me out on my stuff and do I have permission to call you out on your stuff? And and I want to interject here in that when you're setting that up, and I mean, we're going to go into this in the, in the workshop that we're doing, but just to, just to plant the seed that um, with that person, when you're establishing that honesty in the beginning, there's a space that needs to be held where it's like, okay, when the other person delivers the radical honesty and I have my, uh, 
reaction to it, right? I'm like, meh, I don't want to hear that. Like, no, no, it's not that. Like, there also needs to be an expectation and a space held for letting the other person push back against the honesty and not to take that personally, right? Like, it's okay that they go, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know what? Like, let me... Uh, let me just go do something. I just got to do something. And then I'll call you right back. Give them 10 minutes. Let them think about it because they will. Because if you've committed to being radically honest with somebody, you're going to have the, the few minutes, but the initial um, piece. And I think this is, you know, when I think back to when you and I started, like there had to be that space in the beginning for me of like, mm, no, I don't like that. You know, like I'm, and then later I'd be like, mm, she's probably right. Damn it. I don't like it, but you know, and then, and then I, you know, come around and, and this is all part of the process. I think for a lot of people, this is, you acknowledge how you process. Some people need a full day after the delivery, and then you can circle back. Some people just need a couple of minutes. Some people need an hour, whatever, but notice what it is for you. And set that up in the conversation with, okay, here's how I want it delivered, ideally. And then here's what I need to process. Yeah. Like in our dynamic between each other, we call each other bitches often. And, uh, and we often say, fuck you. Like there's usually actually, there's like a blatant yeah. sort of like, fuck Absolutely. you. Fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I can hate that. No, I don't want to fucking look at that. Fuck you. So that's actually what it really looks like. So like yeah. Dana was really nice about the whole like thing, but no, like when we talk that like, that's what it is. Now, both of us have made a commitment that we don't internalize that. We actually, yeah. in a lot of ways, we both laugh about it because uh, we find it funny and, and both of us are, which is why we're a good fit for each other. It's because yeah. <laughs> uh, when I make her tell her, tell, tell me that she hates me, that she can go fuck myself. I'm like, yeah, I totally nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> and I have the same reaction. I'm like, yes, so good. <laughs> you know, because, and I think, you know, I just want to interject yeah. in this in that when we land on that, when we're like, yes, we nailed it. It's because we know that's going to create a dynamic shift in the other person. And we know, like, I know with you, I know you're going to lean into it. Yeah. So that's where I celebrate that as well as, you know, a bit of a perverse, you know, thing of torturing other people, the, the whole former dominatrix, you know, it's like, it's still, you know, I still like to torture people. Well, and that's why, again, we're a really good fit for each other because both yeah. of us are, you know, sadistic on some levels, sorry, um, from a dominatrix standpoint across the board, whether it's former or currently, it's like, it just is the thing. And we both accept each other for that. And it works very well for each other like that, you know, so I, that kind of, so when I show up and I think this is really important is about finding the right fit for your radical honesty partner, right? Mm -hmm. Because like I have other people 
in particular clients, I have lots of clients that they're, when I'm being like delivering the radical honesty to them, it's very like, it's nurturing and very loving. And there's a lot of like really cozy words in it. And like, you know, asking probing questions instead of giving a direct statement so that they figure it out on their own. Like there's a lot of different ways in which we can show up and do honesty, radical, like radical honesty for people, but your buddy, you need to make sure that your one buddy is exactly delivers the same way that you like to deliver, that you can hear it the same way. Like, I think that's a really important piece. It's like you, you, you know, dating, this is like dating. It's mm-hmm. like, you're having a, an adventure buddy who's going to have really uncomfortable conversations with you. Like you think having sex with people are awkward. Try having uncomfortable conversations <laughs> about honesty. That shit's really uncomfortable. So it's kind of <laughs> like finding the right partner in the same way as you would have for a sex partner, really. So, so we could create like the radical honesty languages. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what is your radical honesty language Which, style? <laughs> exactly. What's your <laughs> radical honesty dating is what we can do. I would like to find your radical honesty dating mate. <laughs> the one <laughs> the one crazy person who's willing to come along on this amazing ride with you so let's talk about um our event are you not going to share any you're crazy sure what crazy would you like me to share or we don't have to if <laughs> we're running out of time i i just i was like it just felt like it was complete this whole conversation yeah, it was it was actually it is it is um so what was the, say that again? Oh, I was just going to say, <laughs> let's talk about our retreat. Our retreat. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, like, I managed to like squirrel. <laughs> I was like, wait, where am I? <laughs> A sign of true brilliance. Um, yes. <laughs> so the retreat. So April, do you have the dates in front of you? I, I didn't grab those. 24th-ish. Um, I think like that. it's the 22nd. I think it's April 22nd. 20, 22nd to 24? Yeah. Somewhere in there. Picture. That weekend. The Friday to the Sunday, whatever weekend is around there on 2022 in Toronto. And we are going to be dropping you into experiencing what does it feel like? What does it feel like to receive the radical honesty? What does it feel like to give the radical honesty so you really can embody the skills moving forward and if you don't have a partner that you bring to the workshop, then, you know, how do you navigate finding that person that's going to be that one, you know, radical, honest friend for you um, so that you really propel things forward? So this is this is not a beginner workshop. If you have not done personal development before, please go somewhere else first. Uh, and then um, come well, I us. would re- I would re- I re- would would recommend uh, hiring either one of us. Well, that would work, too. Yes. To, uh, to, yes. <laughs> Make some money. <laughs> Duh. Why, why are we sending them to other Yeah, people? really. I know. That was kind of dumb, wasn't it? Come here, go away. Come here, go away. <laughs> Come to the workshop. Go away because you haven't done enough. No, uh, you definitely want to be ready. You, you want to have like have some good amount. And you, if you feel like you've done all the things, this is a good workshop for you because it will crank things up a whole lot. I don't see anything happening in the, the personal development world that is truly guiding people to, to step into a much bigger, honest, um, an honest perspective that is healthy. 
mm-hmm. shall we say? I think there's a lot of uh, BS out there. And so this is, this is a really great next level for those that feel they've done everything. Yeah. And we really help everybody embody the skills. So it's not mm-hmm. just, and this is the thing that I'm very excited about is that it's not just about us giving you these tools, but these tools, you will eat, sleep and dream about these tools because you have the opportunity in a safe containment space, in a safe environment to practice these tools so that when you Mm -hmm. go out into the world, they are not just a tool that you learned. They are a way in which you move. And I think that's the really, the, the huge piece of this experience is that it becomes who you are. You don't learn how to be radically honest. You become radically honest with yourself and the world around you. And it just is how you move. Love it. So yes, I got the dates in front of me. It is April 22nd to the 24th of 2022 near the Toronto airport in a beautiful hotel. Uh, We will be practicing all protocols, safety protocols that are at that time. Who knows what those will be? Um, But they will definitely be rapid testing on site and available for everybody who's participating. So don't be worried about like, I don't want to register because I want to see what's going to happen. We will uh, make sure that we navigate that together. And if at the event that we need to, looks like, you know, we're going to need to change the dates, then we will move those dates out and we will make that call, you know, if we need to, but we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that uh, we are available and everybody's safe. Yep. And the way things are looking now, it's, it's, yes, we're in lockdown right now, but uh, this variant seems to be moving through nice and quickly. So yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. The end of January will be uh, back up and running and everything be starting to open up again. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. So of course, I may be delusional, but anyway, <laughs> we're Either moving way. forward. We're moving forward. This is a small yeah. Uh, a small, a small group. group, so this, we're we're not yeah. we're not hitting the you know the venue sizings, the restrictions, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, yeah. So we're safety, good. and we'll be good. So uh, the list or the the link to register um, will be in the show notes. Okay. Awesome. So how Woo-hoo. do people spend some time with you? So, so so for all the people who are ready and want to hire you, how do after they after hearing you? all of my crazy? Um, well, you know, actually it can be an, an asset, right. To know that the person you're working with works through their own stuff. I think that's, that's actually, I think that's a very important piece. So yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So here's the great thing. My name, I'm so easy to find on Google. So D A N A and then P H A R A N T, uh, LinkedIn is my favorite social media and, uh, and then the website, which is my name.com. You can find me in those places. Yes. Do hook me, you know, hit me up if you want to connect for business things, not personal, not open for dating, solicitations, marriage, babies, anything else? No, yeah, no dating, no sex, no babies. (laughs) This is what I get on a regular basis. I'm going through the list. Uh, no naked pictures. No oh yeah, no na- yeah, pictures. no dick pics. Sent. No, thank you. Okay, <laughs> all right. How do people find you? 
<laughs> so uh, the best way to find me is to go to my hub because I do lots of things in the world. So start at the entry point of the world of Gaia, go to GaiaMorissette.com and then you can pick the track that's going to best suit you. Now, this is very important. Make sure you pick the right track to go visit if I do a lot of things. So if you have trauma, this is very important. Everybody else, if you end up in a place that you didn't know existed, it's some personal growth and learning. But if you have trauma, please only stay in the trauma safe spaces that I play in, okay? There's a whole, it says trauma healing. That's the only place you should be. Okay, all right. So guymoreset.com. <laughs> And next time, I'm sure I will be on the hot spot because uh, Dana is not going to let it work out any other way. Exactly. Her. That's fair. right. That's fair right. Enough of me showcasing my crazy <laughs> and moving through it. It is Gaia's time. Yes. And Ooh. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>